Welcome to a special episode of Music for Life, a program which explores the purpose and value of music to humanity's enrichment. I'm Ryan Malone, concert manager for Armstrong Auditorium and host of this program. This is another one of our special episodes that I've titled Pre-Concert Talks. These episodes will air the week of a concert at Armstrong Auditorium here in Edmond, Oklahoma, and we are coming up on another exciting event here at Armstrong. Precision, warmth, a gold blend, these are the trademarks of this excellent Israeli string quartet. Such was the New York Times impression of the Jerusalem Quartet. BBC Music Magazine raved, an absolute triumph, their playing has everything you could possibly wish for. This is the quartet we're hearing here in the fourth movement of Haydn's Lark Quartet, a work that they will perform on March 23rd in Armstrong Auditorium. So today for Music for Life and for our next pre-concert talk, we discuss this powerful chamber ensemble and the program of Haydn, Prokofiev, and Beethoven that they will be performing at Armstrong. As I commonly reiterate on this program, these pre-concert talks of Music for Life are Armstrong Auditorium's equivalent of printed program notes or a pre-concert lecture. For this particular pre-concert talk, or for these program notes, we will talk specifically about the Jerusalem Quartet and the program for their March 23rd performance at Armstrong. This season at Armstrong, we've already had two string quartets, but they have been far less traditional than what most people think of when they consider the string quartet. Though both previous groups consisted of two violins, a viola, and a cello, one was through and through a jazz ensemble, while the other was paired with a traditional folk instrument from Asia. So this is really the first string quartet of our season in the traditional sense. And this string quartet, though traditional, still challenges some of the old-fashioned ideals that might be associated with this classical grouping. The Jerusalem Quartet was founded in the 1993-1994 season and made their debut in 1996. At that time, as their biography says, the Israeli musicians embarked on a journey of growth and maturation that has resulted in a wide repertoire and a stunning depth of expression, a journey still motivated by the energy and curiosity with which the ensemble began. 
Now, 20-plus years on, the Jerusalem Quartet has become known as an ensemble that carries on the string quartet tradition in a unique manner. The quartet, the bio continues, has found its inner center in a warm, full human sound and the balance between high and low voices, giving it the freedom both to refine its interpretations of the classical repertoire and to explore the works of new genres and epics, all the while striving for perfection of sound. The quartet has collaborated with exceptional musicians such as Andras Schiff, Stephen Isserles, and Sharon Cam. It has toured all over the world from Russia to France and being especially well-received in North America from New York to Los Angeles. The Jerusalem Quartet records exclusively for the Harmonia Mundi label, having produced about 15 albums. The quartet membership consists currently of Alexander Pavlovsky, first violin, Sergei Bresler, second violin, Ori Kam, viola, and Kirill Zlotnikov, cello. First violinist Alexander Pavlovsky was born in Kiev, Ukraine, and later immigrated to Israel with his family. Not only has he established his reputation as a highly accomplished chamber musician, he has also performed as soloist with many orchestras. He has given master classes from London to Sydney, and since 2008 he has been a faculty member at the Jerusalem Academy of Music and Dance, his alma mater. He is also a graduate of the Young Musicians Group of the Jerusalem Music Center, founded by Isaac Stern. Second violinist Sergei Bresler was also born in Ukraine and immigrated to Israel in his teen years. He is one of the founding members of the Jerusalem Quartet and has given many chamber music master classes around the world as well. He won many major competitions as a young violinist and has played as soloist with many orchestras as well. Violist Ori Kam was hailed by the New York Times as an attractive, engaging presence on stage. He has performed as soloist in some of the world's premier music venues since his debut at age 16 with the Israel Philharmonic under Zubin Mehta. Since then, he has performed with every major orchestra in Israel. Plus, he's a frequent recitalist who has performed extensively throughout the Americas, Europe, and Asia. In addition to his chamber work with the Jerusalem Quartet, he has also collaborated with artists such as Daniel Berenboim, Isaac Stern, and Yitzhak Perlman. Before joining the Jerusalem Quartet, he was a member of the Berlin Philharmonic and now is on the faculty of the Geneva University of Music. Cellist Kirill Zlotnikov was born in Minsk, Belarus, to a family of professional musicians. He completed his music education in Jerusalem, where he participated in master classes and courses with such prominent musicians as Isaac Stern and Yo-Yo Ma. He is one of the Jerusalem Quartet's founding members. Along with his extensive chamber music appearances, Mr. Zlotnikov has performed and been broadcast as a soloist with internationally renowned orchestras and enjoys artistic collaboration with the world's most acclaimed conductors. He is a regular guest as well at major international chamber music festivals. The Jerusalem Quartet will open its March 23rd program at Armstrong Auditorium with the String Quartet in D Major, Opus 64, No. 5, by Franz Josef Haydn. This quartet is usually nicknamed the Lark Quartet because the first violin in this quartet presents a high melismatic bird-like melody right at the beginning played atop a staccato accompaniment. Haydn completed this quartet in 1790, 
writing it especially for the principal second violinist in Haydn's Esterhazy Orchestra, Josef Tost. Haydn recognized Tost for his creativity and virtuosity and thus wrote the violin part with him in mind. We're hearing the first movement of this beloved quartet, and this is a recording of the Jerusalem Quartet. That was the Jerusalem Quartet's recording of Haydn's String Quartet in D, a portion of the first movement, a string quartet nicknamed Lark, because of the bird-like melody presented as the opening theme of the work. The second movement of this quartet, the meditative slow movement, contains another wonderful lyrical melody for the first violin. So that was a little of the slow second movement of Franz Josef Haydn's Lark Quartet, the String Quartet in D, Opus 64, Number 5, and that was the opening theme of that movement. The third movement out of four of most string quartets at this time was a lively triple-meter dance movement known as the Minuet. This was later replaced with an even faster triple-meter style known as the scherzo, thanks to Beethoven, which we'll see later. Both minuets and scherzos generally followed a three-part form where the first and third sections were identical, what we call the A sections, and the middle section, called the trio section, or the B section, was a contrasting section. Haydn's trio section for this minuet is in a more somber minor key than the perky D major that it starts in, and that contrasts the light-hearted minuet sections on either side. I'll start playing there at this minor middle section, so we'll hear that, plus the return to the A section to conclude the third movement. Thank you. 
listening to Music for Life, and this is KPCG. I'm Ryan Malone, concert manager for Armstrong Auditorium and host of this program. In today's episode, we are exploring the Jerusalem Quartet and the program for its March 23rd performance at Armstrong Auditorium. That was the Jerusalem Quartet in their recording of the Haydn Lark Quartet, which is the quartet that will open their program at Armstrong. That was the third movement out of four total. The final movement, which we've already heard at the top of the program can be described as light-fingered and is often likened to the British sailor's dance, the Hornpipe. That similarity sometimes causes this quartet to be nicknamed the Hornpipe instead of the Lark, and maybe it made you think of a Celtic fiddler working over the instrument when you heard it at the top of the program. Again, we already heard this movement, so we'll move on to the next piece of the Jerusalem Quartet's program, the String Quartet Number no. 1 in B minor, Opus 50, by Sergei Prokofiev. This first string quartet was written later in the composer's output, after his fourth symphony and after his fourth piano concerto. His maturity as a composer shines through in this impressive first try at a string quartet. This string quartet, unlike most traditional quartets, is only three movements. The first movement follows somewhat in the traditional format of first movements, the contrast of two melodies being exposed, developed, and recapitulated. We're hearing a recording by the Pavel Haas Quartet. Thank you. 
That was the first movement of the three-movement quartet by Sergei Prokofiev, the string quartet number one in B minor. We heard a recording of the Pavel Haas Quartet. The second movement of this great work starts, as traditionally expected, slowly. But then it takes off into a mischievous and sarcastic scherzo section, showing off Prokofiev's knack for such writing. Listen for the incredible use of pizzicato, or plucked strings, being peppered throughout this movement.
So that was the second movement of Prokofiev String Quartet No. 1 in B minor. The second movement of most works of this nature are slow, but that description only characterizes the introduction to this movement. The movement is mostly what we call a quick scherzo-like movement. It's the third and final movement that serves as the slow movement for this quartet, an unusual choice for a finale to a work like this. You might say this means the work ends in a somewhat unresolved way, given its quiet conclusion but it is nonetheless a powerful conclusion, even if not loud and fast. The composer loved this third movement so much that he arranged a version for string orchestra. Again, we're hearing a recording by the Pavel Haas Quartet.
You are listening to Music for Life, and this is KPCG. I'm Ryan Malone, concert manager for Armstrong Auditorium and host of this program. In today's episode, we are exploring the Jerusalem Quartet and the program for its March 23rd performance at Armstrong Auditorium. That was the third and final movement of Prokofiev's String Quartet No. 1 in B minor, Opus 50. That quiet finale to such a powerful string quartet in that recording by the Pavel Haas Quartet will mark the end of the first half of the Jerusalem Quartet's program at Armstrong. To open their second half, and the piece that stands as the entire second half, the Jerusalem Quartet will perform Ludwig van Beethoven's Quartet in F, Opus 59 No. 1. Beethoven wrote his three Opus 59 quartets in 1806 and dedicated them to Russian nobleman Count Razumovsky. These are quite different from Beethoven's earlier chamber pieces, which were written more simply for Vienna's amateur ensembles. These Razumovsky quartets place greater technical demands on the players and are full of richer, more intricate layering of parts and themes. The first of these three quartets, which is the one the Jerusalem Quartet will perform, is generally regarded as the greatest out of the trilogy and even one of the greatest chamber works of Beethoven's output. The first movement of this first Razumovsky quartet, marked Allegro, like so many first movements of this time period, begins on the cello, which establishes a powerful main theme. As we would expect, later we get a contrasting lyrical theme, and then this movement plays with the layering of melodic ideas by including a fugal section. We're hearing a recording today by the Hungarian Quartet. Thank you. 
That was the dramatic first movement of Beethoven's String Quartet, Opus 59, Number 1, one of the three quartets dedicated to the Russian nobleman Count Razumovsky, and thus nicknamed the Razumovsky Quartets. We heard a recording by the Hungarian Quartet, and this is how the Jerusalem Quartet will open its second half at Armstrong Auditorium Thursday, March 23rd. Moving on to the second movement, we would expect a slow movement, but Beethoven takes the quick, light-hearted third movement out of four total and makes that the second movement, so he saves the slow movement for the third movement slot. This second movement is complex and brilliant, just like the first. You are listening to Music for Life, and this is KPCG. I'm Ryan Malone, concert manager for Armstrong Auditorium and host of this program. In today's episode, we have explored the Jerusalem Quartet and the program for its March 23rd performance at Armstrong Auditorium. More information about this event can be found at armstrongauditorium.org. You can follow at armstrongaud on Twitter, armstrongaud. You can also follow this program on Twitter and Facebook at Music for Life PCG.
So we have discussed Haydn's Lark Quartet, Prokofiev's first string quartet, and we are in the middle of discussing Beethoven's first of the Razumovsky quartets, those dedicated to Count Razumovsky. We just heard the second movement out of four, a quick scherzo movement, and we've been hearing a recording by the Hungarian Quartet. I want to end the program today by playing the last two movements since they go one right into the next. The slow third movement deeply contrasts the first two dramatic movements characterized by its dark and tragic quality, an atmosphere that does not change throughout the entire movement. The movement does not have a clear break at the end either, rather just a trill in the violin which leads right into the fourth and final movement, subtitled as having a Russian theme. Here, the theme utilized is to honor the Russian ambassador, Count Razumovsky, to whom this quartet is dedicated. So enjoy the end of the sad third movement and the light final movement of Beethoven's Quartet in F, Opus 59, Number 1, which is how the Jerusalem Quartet will end their program, and I hope to see you at Armstrong.
You have been listening to Music for Life, a production of KPCG 101.3 on the FM dial in Edmond, Oklahoma. From the Herbert W. Armstrong College campus, I'm Ryan Malone. Thanks for joining me. Thank you.